That's a classic right there. In rhythm. There you go. There you go. <laughs> There's a family in our driveway. It's probably the neighbors. But y'all scared of a family? Hi, can I help you? Zora, put your shoes on. If you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. Like us. They think like us. They know where we are. We need to move and keep moving. They won't stop until they kill us. Until we kill them. So last night I watched us. I watched us. I went with my wife. I took her, her birthday's today, but I took her last night and today we're gonna do some other stuff. But we went to watch us. And first things first, let me say there was more people. I'm not I'm not kidding. There was more people. It wasn't super packed. It wasn't like, oh my god, I can't get into theater pack like infinity wars or anything like that you know different kind of movie but it was more i felt like there was more people and more energy than when captain marvel came out last week or the week before whatever it was there was just more people i don't know you know just more people there maybe i'm looking at it through a wrong lens or anything but we sat down and watched this movie and i really had high expectations and this movie actually gave me actually fulfilled a lot of my expectations it actually actually fulfilled it it's a it's a it's a slow burn it's a slow burn in the beginning okay and i'm not i'm gonna try not to spoil it because i I really want you to see it and i want you to go see it in the movie theater because i really think it's worth it is it the best horror movie out no but it's very well written it's well written in the beginning it's a slow burn uh it's a slow it's like it's, you know, it's kind of, you know, giving you a story of the family like it should, like any good movie should. It should give you the story of the protagonist, kind of. Not all the secrets, but it gives you like a story of what you're seeing right then and there, what what you, you know, what to expect from this family. And then it, it builds up to their problems, whatever, and then boom. Now, when it goes to the boom, meaning the horror, it's most, it's like maybe like I would say 20 minutes into the film. So for the first maybe 20, 20, 30 minutes of the film, it's, it's to, to me, it was, it was like, okay, when's the, when's the scary coming? You know, you know, just kind of finding out what's going on and you have to pay This is one of those movies where you got to pay attention to everything, everything, the beginning the the little commercials you see everything every little thing you gotta pay attention because everything is is one, it's one of those connect the dots movies you know connect the dots so 
everything you see from the movies to, to something on the table to something she's looking at, you got to pay attention to because it has that Twilight Zone twist to it. You know what I mean? Um, but it also has that, it has that Japanese creepiness to it when the horror starts to happen. Now, when the horror starts to happen, it's not even a buildup to it. There's no buildup. It's like, no horror. Boom. That's how it hit me. I was like, holy crap. And then from then on, it was just like, blah, 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 what the hell? But that, it was good. It's different. You know, um, it tells the whole story. But if you're one of those people that don't pay attention again, like I said before, you're not gonna you're not you you're gonna miss certain things because there's certain things that like my wife, believe it or not, picks up more stuff than I do, and I pick up a lot. But she picks up more little tidbits, and there's times when I pick up things that she doesn't, so we had to explain to each other. Remember this part in the beginning when they said this? Remember this in the middle? Remember this in and the the ending had me like, oh damn. Damn, okay. I didn't, wasn't, ex oh, wow, okay, now, my wife picked up on the ending towards, she picked it up quick, she's like, I knew that, I knew that was, I knew that was, was, was going on, because, you know, of course, you ask the questions, what, where did these, what is it, where did this come from, where is this happening from, where do these people come from, you know, the, the, the monster, whatever you want to call them, where did these, where did the villain come from? That's the main question through the whole the movie as it's happening. What what's going on? Then of course the movie does explain it to you clearly, kind of clearly. But then if you but if you put all the pieces together, it's super clear. If you put everything from the beginning to the end together, super clear. Peel Jordan Peel build a puzzle for you, and you got to put this puzzle together. If you're missing a piece, you're gonna miss. You're not gonna see the whole picture. If you're missing a piece, you're not going to see the whole picture. So you got to watch the whole movie and pay attention the whole part, the whole thing. I'm talking about from colors, everything. you got to pay attention. It's well written. And let me tell you something I love about this movie. Let me tell you something I love. Well, let me tell you what I don't like. Um, the slow burn was kind of because I almost, I'm not lying to you, right before the horror happened, I was getting sleepy because I thought it was going to continue like that. And then, boom, the horror just got me up, and I couldn't I couldn't keep, take my eyes off the movie. You know, it, not that it was boring or like, oh, it's just, if it would have went on the whole movie like that, yeah, I probably wouldn't even be doing this review. But, it, you know, it gave me that change. And I think, and he, he did that on purpose. It was kind of, it's kind of to get the heart jumping, you know. Um, So that was really my, one of my gripes with it. Um, the other little things, um, the music was great on it, but the other little things, I'm not going to sit here and talk about cinematography and, oh, and his lab and whatever. No, I'm telling you what I liked about it. You know what I mean? Um, this is something that you watch in the movies and watch multiple times. You know what I mean? And you might have to watch multiple times just to, if you're not that analytical or whatever. But... Uh, that's pretty much all I, that I, that I really didn't like about it was the part that in the beginning it kind of had me like, come on. Um, couple of unanswered questions, but you can fill in the blanks yourself. Couple, very subtle, but you can fill in the blanks. Now, what I love about this movie and Jordan Peele, and let's get all social justice right now, is... He didn't really, he had, 
kind of political undertones. Not really. Not. I mean, if I, I'm gonna say that's an overstatement. Kinda is an overstatement. Maybe he sprinkled something. There was no um, social justice element here. This was just people coming together, a family coming together, going through a dilemma, how they solve their problem, and then the twist in the end. That's all it was. There wasn't no, like, for example, there wasn't any police coming over here messing with, you know, black people. There wasn't black people being gangster and robbing to this. It wasn't but normal family, everybody, the white people, the black people, the Hispanics, whatever. There was a Hispanic in there. I can't remember. Um, didn't matter. You didn't, you weren't focused on the social justice part. It didn't take you away from the fact that this movie is a horror movie and that there's something's going to happen. It didn't take you away like every other movie that puts social justice in there. Oh, no guns, no borders. And this and the president and black people and white people and this and that. Immigration. No, it didn't take you away. It, it didn't make you think of stuff you see on your phone every single day. It didn't make you think of that. You just thought of the movie. You thought of this family and every family, no matter where you're from, could relate to this. Everybody can relate. This can ha this show that it could happen to anyone and how anyone would probably react. And normal people didn't have the it didn't have the dad as a as like a, you know he wasn't he wasn't beaten anyone he wasn't an, he wasn't like an asshole or nothing like that. He wasn't a super daddy. He was a regular dad, joked around, you know, a little goofy. He was the comic relief of the of, of the movie. He was he he was pretty funny. He was the comic relief, you know, regular dad. It didn't say what his job was, but you could tell he had a good job because he had a summer home, he had a nice car. You know, the, the family was well off. They were well. They weren't super rich, but they were well, you know. <clears throat> and, you know, the kids were being raised well, just being kids. You know, one kid loved to wear masks, kind of Michael Myers, but nothing, you know, he's not a serial killer, but he just liked to wear a mask and play with this, like, lighter thing, a lighter thing, which you saw in the commercial. I mean, in the trailer and the little girl, regular little girl, always on her phone, you know, teenager. I got I got a teenage daughter. I got sons, you know, always on their phone, you know, teenage girl and whatever. But they had respect for the parents. They did little kid stuff, but parents were just regular parents raising their kids and got into a situation and that everybody, everybody could relate to this family. It didn't matter where you're from, what you look like, who you are. Everybody could relate to this family. There was nothing like, oh, I don't know what's that, what that's like. They didn't have any situations where it's like, oh, well, I never been to family going to the beach. Everybody does that, right? Family going to maybe a summer home if you have one or even if you rent one or if you go to a hotel. Same thing. You know what I mean? Get into a situation where <laughs> you got these doppelgangerish uh, people running around. And if that happened, how would you react? This is probably how... Some people would react, or a lot of people could relate to it. I could. I saw it, and I was like, yeah, this is, you know, things you would do different. Uh, I'd probably hit him here, stab here, but for the most part, it's very relatable. So it hits home. It hits you here, you know, and it's, that's one of the things I love about it. Um, It's just, you know, I'm not going to say it's the best thing in the world, but it's something I would definitely, I'm definitely going to see it again. Not in the theaters, because I'm not going to pay the theater prices, but I saw it in the theaters, Great. Um, I'm, I'll see it multiple times. Probably, I'm definitely going to add it to the collection. Jordan Peele's collection. Uh, Jordan Peele's filmography. As it gets bigger, is definitely something I'm going to collect. 
because, and then that has to be respected because he's doing, I think he's doing a great job. I think this is a good movie. Um, you're going to hear different reviews. Some people don't like it. Some people do. I don't know. The trailer got 8.5 thousand thumbs down. I, I, I loved it. I loved it. You know what I mean? I think, I think it's a good see. I think it's a good, good watch. Good see. A good see. I think it's a good watch. I think it's a good watch. But let me say something. Uh, go back to something I said in the beginning. There was more people watching uh, that I saw. I felt like there was more people going to see this than Captain Marvel. Now, with that said, I feel like there's still less people going to go see movies nowadays. And let me tell you why I think that is. I think we don't appreciate the cinema like we do, like we used to. Back in the day, you know, we had the movies, right? We didn't have, this is pre-internet, pre-cell phones, walking around with your cell phone in your hand, you know, YouTube, all that stuff. Before that time, you would only see a trailer as many times as you were in front of the TV. Now, if you're going to school and you're working or whatever, you're not going to see it very much. You're going to see it once or twice when you're home, the times that you're watching the actual TV, right? So you appreciate that more. If you see a trailer once and it's a good trailer for a movie, you're like, oh, my God. And what happens? You go to work or your or school or whatever, and you're talking about it with your friends. You're outside. You're talking about it. Oh, my God. Did you see the new movie? For example, Us. Oh, my God. Did you see that trailer for that movie, Us? Your friend might not have seen it because maybe his schedule is different than yours. You know, so he's like, oh, my God. No, tell me about it, bro. You got to see it. So now he's anticipating. He's excited. He's waiting. Then he goes. He works around his schedule. He sees it maybe once, twice, maybe three times. And then the movie comes out on Friday. Like, oh, my God, we got to go see it. You've only seen the trailer twice or three times. It's still fresh in your head. Like, oh, my God, I'm excited. You're, you know, it's still new to you. You go see it. You enjoy the movie more. More people go because they've only, some haven't seen the trailer. Some only, I've only seen the trailer a couple times. And they go to the movies. They enjoy it. More people. I like going to the movies when there's a lot of people, believe it or not. Some people like when there's an empty theater. What the hell? I'll stay home for that. I like going there's a lot of people because the vibe I like to hear people's reactions is is contagious. So when you're in a horror movie and everybody's getting scared, it's contagious. It makes it more exciting. If you're in a action movie and everybody's like, oh yeah, it's more contagious. Funny movie and everybody's laughing, everybody laughs. You're more, you're more um, you know, you you laugh more because it's contagious. Feelings. You know what I mean? One bad apple, whatever, you know. And it's not just the trailers, it's, you know, but it's that the bootlegging is different. Back in the day, when you were to bootleg a movie or, or uh, you know, uh, what a black market or whatever you call it, we used to have to go to the street and it'd be the dude with a thing on the floor. This was in New York with a mat on the floor or uh, uh, some kind of rag or towel or whatever sheet on the floor with the bootlegs or he'd walk around like this hey man i got the new thing and it's something that he recorded on the thing so half the time it was bad quality you didn't get it or the other half you did get it you paid him his what five ten bucks uh, five seven dollars whatever it was and you went and you also and you had the movie in your house had a bad quality kind of good quality but he recorded with a camcorder blah 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 you know what i mean 
and and it was harder to get. Not everybody got it. If somebody got it, like oh, and then you gotta wait till they uh, dub it for you or they lend you the movie. If they come over, you go to their house or whatever. So you still didn't get to see the movie. So it was still the anticipation of it was still up. So when you watched it, it was more exciting. Now if it's a bad movie, it's a bad movie, but the anticipation of it makes it more exciting, right? So that's another thing that happens. Okay. Um, also, back to the the trailers, for example, you have the when you when you watch the trailers, right? Back in the day, like I said, you only watched it once or twice. Or three times, you know. Maybe you watch. Maybe they play the. You know, if they overplay it, because they really want to advertise the movie. Like Batman, Batman came out uh, with Michael Keaton. They advertised it a lot, you know. So I saw the commercial a lot, but it was still wasn't enough for me. Like it wasn't like now where it's in my hand. If I go to the store, I'm still watching. The, I still I'm still watching the trailer. If I'm in the car, I'm watching the trailer. From the, in the you know, from at work, I'm still watching the trailer. It was different. We just talked about it. So. You know, again, I'm not desensitized from it. Now we desensitize ourselves. Because not only do we watch the trailer over and over and over. But we also we also talk about it. We tweet about it a lot. Everybody's just over-tweeting. Everybody tweets leaks if they have a leak. Oh, look at this. Oh, By the time you get to it, you're like... I'd already seen almost the whole movie. I, we, we already spoke. Somebody, somebody tweets out a a a, a, a spoiler, and now you already know. Oh, this guy's the killer. You know what I mean? So it kind of desensitizes you. Not kind of. It desensitizes you. That's why we don't enjoy the cinema like we used to. Movie going is not the same. Going to the movies is not the same. You you don't see a lot of people going to the movies because you got showbox and all these other things where you could just stream the movie into your house, which is you know. Good and bad. There's still bad movies. I mean, there's still epic movies that are going to get a lot of people to go to the theater. Like Avengers Endgame. You know? Those Marvel movies are going to get people to go to the theater. But back in the day, almost every movie got you to go to the theater. It, it could have I remember when Last Action Hero, one of the worst movies ever made, got everybody to go to the theater. You know? But or in today's day and age, Endgame's going to get you to go to the theater because of the amount of marketing they do. The, the you know... It's Endgame, it's Marvel, the Marvel name attached to it. It's something big, it has to be something epic. Like Endgame. To get you to go to the movies. And that's, you know, that's why... And not every movie is like that. Not every movie has the budget of Endgame. So you'll only see movies with giant budgets. With giant budgets. That are going to get that... uh response like back in the day every once in a while you get this movie with a low budget that gets a good response but not like endgame you know not unless you got a really big budget you're not gonna get a huge response so that's the problem with cinema nowadays we don't appreciate it like we used to because we're always on our phones and we see so much that we get desensitized from things you know um and even with the whole political thing when they put social justice shit in the movies right they put social justice in the movies, which I hate. They put social justice things in the movies. And it hits you more. And it's kind of like you get frustrated. You get all these trolls or whatever that talk shit, for example, with Captain Marvel and stuff. Because we see it so much that we don't realize we're getting upset that we're seeing it again. 
in a movie that we paid to go watch or a movie that we're not supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? If, if for example, they could insert the social justice stuff, but if it wasn't so prevalent, if it wasn't so in our face every day in our phones and in our tweets and in our social media and in our memes where you get, you're like, oh, 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 and then you see it in the movie. If it wasn't all on there and you just saw it in the movie, it wouldn't bother you. You wouldn't get the reviews that you get just because of social justice, just because of, oh, she's talking about men, or she's talking about, you know, whatever, and borders, and eh, well, whatever. But if you, that's all you hear, and then you'll see it in your Marvel movie, or any movie for that fact, when it's like injected like that, you know what I mean? It's like, um, like the, the, the same thing with Supergirl, super social justice show. And you can see, it's, I mean, it's, it, they can't even hide it. They should just call it uh, Social Justice Girl, not Supergirl, or or Super Social Justice. That's too long, but whatever. Because it's prevalent. It's like in the open. You know what I'm saying? It's like, look, all this social justice on my phone, on my tablet, on my internet, and now you put it on Supergirl. Now, more of that, uh, man. So, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Same thing with anything. You got the whole... Um, you know, I don't think people, I think people are tired of everything they see on their phone. We, we think we're not because we're always on it because we're institutionalized already. But then we see it in our, but then when we see it in our movies, that's when that subconscious kicks in. And it's like, bro, I don't like this. I do not like this. And you get feelings, different feelings. You know what I mean? And it makes the movie experience not something that you want to do. You know what I mean? But anyway, that's all I got, man. Sorry I went off on a rant about uh, other stuff, but oh well. You can follow my podcast at Cigar Rafi Podcast and Conspiracies, Fear, and Mysteries Podcast. Don't forget Conspiracies, Fear, and Mysteries Podcast and Cigar Rafi Podcast on iTunes and Google Play and Spotify. Anchor FM, of course. And as always, I will see you on the next smoke. Yo, what's up, Ralphie? How you doing, man? Just want to tell you, uh, I enjoyed your review of the uh, movie Us. Now you got me wanting to see it. Um, and man, you hit so true. Going to the theater and experiencing a movie as a collective is so much more than watching it alone. <laughs> and this is taking it from me because I'm an introvert. INTJ. I thrive on being alone, but when it's a great movie that you experience with others, especially as you were saying, like a horror film, it does bring a certain element to it that you can't recreate at your home. So uh, great points. And yeah, Supergirl, I have to agree. Uh, I'm not really the social justice warrior like hater, but they go too far sometimes on that show. But at the same time, I don't know. <laughs> I guess they're doing whatever they can to keep people watching because the numbers aren't as great. But anyhow, Thanks for this.